0: Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. (laughs) I I really want y'all to know how much I love coming here and holding space with you every single week. I look forward to our time together. I look forward to our time where we are swimming in everything mental health, wellness, and a little bit of humor, you know? (laughs) So let's not delay. Let's jump into this week's episode. You ready? All right. One, two, three. Let's go. Come on. Hey, how you doing party people in the place to be? (laughs) How you doing? How you feeling? How are you? How has the last week treated your spirit? Have you been pouring into yourself? Have you taken time for yourself? That's the real question. You know, we pour out so much into others. Did you take time to pour a little bit back into your own cup? Hmm? 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 and if you haven't this is your reminder so you're going to get to it after this episode or maybe while you're listening to this episode right cuz we can multitask mhm yes we can talented add that to your resume <laughs> but y'all who oh, your girl is a little it's been chaotic mercury retrograde or as i like to say mercury and micro braids again honey Take them out, sis. Take the braids out. We are tired. (laughs) Everyone around me seems to say, to be saying that they're stressed or tired or things are going really crazy. And I'm like, all right, y'all, remember to disconnect. Remember to step back and do what you need to do to reorganize things so your spirit, your mind, and your heart won't feel so overwhelmed and so heavy. (sighs) Y'all, I'm so sick of being in Panini Press Pizza Hut. Purple People Eater, Pandemic, Season 3, Episode 5. I'm really sick of this show. Um, My daughter was supposed to go on a field trip to a trampoline park. Essentially, that's what it is. And you know how kids give you information. You're like, that don't sound right. So I'm a fact check. She's like, we're leaving at this obscene time. And I'm like, ain't no way. So I call the school and they're like, no. They weren't leaving, they were supposed to leave at 9.30, but the trip's canceled. You tell me an hour before school starts, the <laughs> trip is canceled, and it's only because I called. Then I get to school, y'all, with a disappointed third grader. And as she's walking across the street, being escorted by the crossing guards, who I adore. Shout out to them. You know who you are. One of the school staff members says, ah, doc. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, oh, we had an outbreak. Second, third, and fifth grade cannot return until Monday. Go get your baby tested and then get her retested before her return on Monday. Child, so we've tested ourselves. We are COVID negative, but I am COVID irritated. I am so ready for this part of our lives to be over. Give us free. Let us go, Kovisha. We don't want to be in a relationship with you. No more. I can't take it. Uh, You know what? Let's get to the rest of the episode. Let's go. What's happening? What goes on here, y'all? Before I even talk about what's happening and what goes on here With things I have found on the interwebs I want to, what's happening, what goes on here with the pollen I don't know if you can hear it, but Dr. Vivid is once again congested and stressed I feel like the pollen count is stepping on our necks I'm waking up with the worst runny nose, congestion, runny eyes, tickly throat. I'm really over it. I'm really over it. Huh? Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to vent. Because what's going on here with the air, the air quality, what the fuck? Can you please let us breathe? All right? Okay. But, Back to the things I found while scrolling on Issa Rae, Rihanna's baby, and Beyonce's, and Lizzo's internet, right? So, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling in between clients, minding my business, and here we go. Looking at Keisha Cole. I love me some Keisha Cole. I loved her since she told me, you know, she should have cheated, <laughs> you know, She loved us. I love me some Keisha. But I see her up here posting to Instagram about Antonio Brown. Former NFL player. Because right now, child, he a rapper right now. He don't know what he doing. But she was posting about. How much she missed him and all these like, oh, please come back. Please talk to me. Please answer me. I'm sorry if I upset you. And this man responded with nothing but disrespect. And publicly embarrassed her on his live. Something, saying something to the the degree of we don't want you. And all I could think of was, Keisha, just let it go. She said, let it go. Let it go, girl. No. And then she showed us a tattoo of this man's initials on the small of her, well, yeah, on the side small of her back. And I said, Keisha, Keisha, Keisha. Because a couple of months ago, Keisha said that she was abstinent. no no, let me correct that she said that she was going to practice celibacy because she wanted to get back to her she was tired of these relationships and here we are seeing her pleading for this ridiculous individual's attention and him treating her plea with disrespect if you don't know unfortunately in the lat during this last year and a half um I believe Keisha lost her mother, her father, and her family dog, like really close. And often when we go through traumatic experiences, we just want to find some comfort and some love. And that may lead us to look for that love in the wrong places. And that's something we all go through. So to Keisha and to anyone who's feeling like Keisha, make sure you give yourself enough time to reconnect with yourself and don't throw yourself all in to a dynamic with a person just because they show you kindness. They have to show you consistent kindness, consistent respect, consistent security and safety. Don't go all in because of one or two nice gestures. Because remember, gestures can be performative. You want something that is lasting. And also, um, to all y'all laughing and making fun of her being embarrassed, don't... Now, let's be clear. We're not going to pull your receipts from your relationships because I'm sure... You have done some things or said some things or acted in some ways that you would not be proud of. Hindsight is everything, right? But I, I said something about this a couple of episodes, well, last season. Stop getting on social media and embarrassing people that you chose to be in a relationship with, that you chose to sleep with, that you chose to have children with. It's, it's wild. It is whack. It is lame. Because... Once upon a time, as I reiterate, that person meant something to you. So if they don't mean the same, just let them go. Just walk away. If you don't want to welcome their affection or welcome their effort, let them know privately. But don't sit here on the interwams. That Steve Jobs Ghost allows us to purchase multiple Apple products on. Do not get up here on the interwebs embarrassing people. Because what does that do for you? What does that give you? That's wild. Grow up. Grow up. Treat people like you want to be treated. You wouldn't want anybody to humiliate you. To embarrass you. All because they loved you and you couldn't return that. We all grown here. Just say, "Eh, that ain't for me. Or, you know, it's run its course or no longer interested. Stop getting on live and humiliating people who honored you. I can't believe. Keisha, give us an album, sis. Give us an album. We here for you. What's happening? What goes on here? All right, all right, all right. So, I will be recording when there's a block party happening <laughs> on my block. So, if you feel like I got a little DJ help, it's because the block party is occurring. It's occurring right now as I live, breathe, and record. <laughs> Real life, right? So, today I wanted to give you a little bit more insight on who I am And why I am. And it's in response to some comments that I've received on TikTok. And I, because I get a lot more comments on TikTok than I get on Instagram. A lot more, it's a different level of engagement on that social media app. So, you know, I post my mental health and wellness related content, whether it be informative, whether that be um session snapshots whatever it is but I get questions about well like how can that work well how do you know this works or you know well you're the, y'all just saying that because doctors and clinicians they they just want us to believe or they want us to come back and you would know I mean I know you're trying to you mean well but how 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 and I wanted to share that clinicians are people too so yes we've gone through school to get the titles that we need and get the knowledge that we need to be able to help you process the things that have occurred to you occur in your life the things that you've experienced but we've had our own experiences as well you know I'm not saying things just because I was taught them or I read them out of a textbook I'm Also, using my personal experience and blending that with my clinical knowledge to help connect with you. Um, there's this idea that my life is perfect, shatter it right now, shatter it, throw it out. (laughs) It's definitely not, or because I'm a doctor, certain things just did not happen to me or do not happen to me. And no, 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 no. I um, And before I continue, I wanna say trigger warning. Today's main conversation will mention or make reference to physical, sexual, mental abuse, and trauma. So before you continue listening, I wanted to give you a moment to decide whether you're in the space to hear. Because I respect you, right? And I love you. (laughs) So I've told you guys a lot about my story as it comes to why I've gone to therapy. And my mother, um, so graciously share her story with substance abuse and her mental health and wellness journey. And a lot of people don't understand that um, I've gone through a lot of traumatic experiences. You know, I was physically abused for years in my childhood, verbally abused, mentally abused, um, I saw domestic violence. I saw violence in my neighborhood. Um, I cannot tell you the number of attempted murders I've witnessed, um, the number of bodies I have walked past. Um, I've had terrifying encounters with the police You know, where guns were put in my face at a young age, or I've seen police brutality literally in front of me. Um, I've dealt with my caregivers having substance abuse issues. You know, my mother shared her story, Um, my grandmother has her own journey, her own story. Um, I also was sexually abused and mishandled by various people, um, in family and family associated folk from the time I was about four until on and off until the time I was probably about 12, um, yeah, about 12. 13 um i the first time that i decided i wanted to take my life i was 10 because by 10 i had seen so much i had gone through so much that i decided that i didn't have it in me to go any further any longer and i wrote a diary entry asking pleading to God and Peter at the gates to just let me in because I was tired Um, of course I have as an adult voluntarily admitted myself to behavioral health units when I realized my resources were too low and too many people were pulling on me. And yes, this is why I was Dr. Ashley, because titles don't mean anything when it comes to your mental health and wellness. Mental health symptoms don't care how much money is in your bank account. Don't care how many titles you have. Mm. I have been in emotionally abusive relationships. I've been in relationships where they got physically abusive um, I have dealt with narcissistic um, individuals and manipulative individuals in relationships. I've dealt with betrayal. I've dealt with homelessness. I've dealt with you know not having ten dollars and a a newborn child and trying to figure out how to make that $10 stretch for the next few weeks, not days, weeks. I've been laid off of jobs. Um, I've realized a job no longer served me and had to quit immediately and have no plan B. I've had anxiety attacks that were so, so intense, I've gotten up off the floor the next day and my face was so swollen from from tears that it looked like someone beat me up. <laughs> I've had depressive episodes that were so intense that I had to remember that I had to at least get my child up and get them food because I've been in the bed for days and been so upset with myself. I've had days when the medication wasn't the right dose and it didn't do what I needed in a very stressful time in my life. I've had days where the medication side effects hit so bad (laughs) that it created more problems for me um, I've gone through postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, I've dealt with body image issues that I've shared, um, here as well from comparing my frame to the frame of whatever society says is good at the time, especially in the black community. I've had thoughts of self-harm, all of these things, but I'm still here and I use everything that I've learned in my journey as well as everything that I have learned in my scholarly journey and my clinical journey to connect with people. Because I know what a lot of these situations feel like. Not from the outside looking in, from standing there. From standing there. I know what it feels like to feel guilty that you're even in the situation and be ashamed and not want to tell someone what's going on. I know about the feelings associated with failure and improvement imposter syndrome, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to being a professional, a creative, I know what real fear looks like, feels like. Um, I know what a heavy hitting freaking depressive episode right into an anxiety uh, spiral looks like. And I, I, I haven't experienced every mental health diagnosis. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I know what it feels like in my journey. I know what it feels like as a woman with post-traumatic stress disorder. I know what it feels like as a woman that is neurodivergent due to repeated traumatic experiences and anxiety. I know what it feels like because I'm a woman with major depressive disorder. I'm a woman with anxiety disorder. I'm now a woman in her 30s and dealing with insomnia too. I know what it feels like to be in it. I know what it feels like to come out of it. And I know what it feels like to just be here. <laughs> just moving and trying. So when you listen to these episodes... And you consume my social media content on whatever platform it's on. Please know that I'm doing this. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm doing this for you. Because I love the what I have now that, that I did a lot of the work for me. And I want you to know that. There is an after this. I want you to know that you can go through things and make it out. I want you to also know that I know this shit isn't instantaneous. I know it isn't instant. I know it isn't always a magical solution. It takes time. That's why I'm always stressing grace and patience and pacing yourself because maybe I know how it feels to just want to be released from the things in life that are just so heavy or feel like they're just never letting up I know it and I want you to see someone who is not just skilled through school and research and A a scholarly journey. They're not just skilled in that aspect to help you through, but they know what it feels like to want to get out of it or to want more. They know what it feels like to be concerned and confused. They know what it feels like to have just enough energy to say, can we start to work on this? And I think, you know, I'm going to talk about American society because that's where I've, I've been raised, in America. And I think that there's this idea that the people who are experts are only experts because of education. But we are also expert through experience. And a lot of those people that I know that are in the mental health of fields in the industry are here because of their own personal experiences, whether they be direct or indirect. And it shapes and molds them and it defines their approaches. And it's not just books. It's not just lectures. This is life. It's, it's not uncommon for your therapist to have their own therapist. <laughs> for your psychiatrist to have their own psychiatrist. For your social worker to have a therapist or to have once had a social worker. For your family, uh, marriage and family therapist to have dealt with a divorce or a difficult family transition we're humans first and i know that like again american society likes to force people into certain roles and into certain lanes and keep us fixed like oh you know kind of like the idea when you were younger that your teacher was just a teacher so if you saw your teacher like out in the world, like at Walmart, at a grocery store, in a parking lot, I was like, oh, what are you doing here? Living. <laughs> because I exist as a human outside of a classroom. Living. That's what clinicians are doing too. Living. Or showing you how to get to the tools that you need to live based on their familiarity with those tools, their own personal experience and their clinical experience. We all have stories. We all have stories. So let's be mindful. And this isn't a defensive conversation. This is an informative conversation because I don't know everything. I absolutely don't. I know what I know. And I know what I don't, (laughs) but I use what I do know to help people in whatever way I can. And I wanted you to know that though you see us as experts in an academic or scholarly capacity, remember that we might be experts in the human capacity as well. We are. I might be we are. (laughs) I want um, people to know, too, that I'm not just talking for the sake of talking and to collect your money at the end of a session. I'm processing and working and suggesting and assigning homework or questioning things and helping you question things. Because I'm aware of the processes that are involved in getting to your greater and healing and growth. I'm also aware of the heaviness. The shame. The fear of vulnerability. The trust issues. I'm aware of those things. Intimately. (laughs) So, don't hold us to this high, high standard, we're not idols, you know, we're not perfect. We're human, just like you. And I know my approach may be a little bit different than some of my counterparts, my other colleagues, and that's okay. I know I'm a little bit more transparent than than most. Maybe my name should have been Scotch. Scotch like the tape baby because we are transparent as hell over here <laughs> but I know that some of my colleagues some of my um fellow clinicians don't have my approach and that's okay we all have different approaches but this is the one that I feel like will help me connect with more people in a way that feels safe for me in a way that feels familiar for me in a way that also It's going to save some lives. I see you because I know what it feels like to want to be seen. All right, y'all. Let's get to the rest of the episode. Let's go. It's time for well, mail. Well, 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 mail. Hey, hey, get your well, get your well, well, hey. Get your well, get your well, well. Hey, get your well, get your well, mail. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's a banger. It's a bop. (laughs) So, well, mail is the part of the episode where I answer your questions about mental health, wellness, life. Or is it a topic that you want me to speak on? I head into these social media streets, these TikTok streets, these Twitter streets, these IG streets. And of course, these inbox streets. <laughs> you can also email me directly at contact at drvivid.com for any of your well mail submissions. And y'all know I like digging into the well mail vaults. Y'all know it. And y'all never disappoint. Y'all never disappoint. So, today's well mail, where I think it comes from. I want you to guess. Wrong. It didn't come from TikTok. It came from a TikTok user, but it came from one of the wellness groups that I have been holding for the month of May, because remember, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And one of, um, I did a giveaway um, during my TikTok Lives, a couple of my TikTok lives So I gave away some free sessions And also of course people paid And I told them You can save any questions or email me after And I Got to get lots of questions About Therapeutic style And fit um, And the questions I got two questions Hitting on the same area Of When you're dealing with a therapist that says something that you find offensive or says something that you feel like hurts your feelings or just doesn't sit right with your spirit, how do you deal with that? And I say you bring it up. Now, sometimes you may say, well, I didn't feel like I could bring it up right then and there. And... I get that. But you also have to remember that therapy is supposed to be your safe space. So whatever you need to bring up right in and there should be brought up. Now, if you need time to kind of reflect on what you heard and how you interpret it and how you interpreted it and how you're feeling and you need to step away before you, you know, give a little bit more insight about how it made you feel, do that. But you're going to bring it up the next session. And we're not gonna wait till the end. Mm -mm. We're gonna talk about it in the beginning. How did it make you feel? What was said? How did it make you feel in the moment? How did it make you feel when you sat with it? Um, How does that make you feel about the relationship that you have with your therapist? Did it make you feel like you were being judged? Did you feel disrespected? Did you, were your feelings hurt? Be specific and remember to name those emotions because there are some people who honestly did not mean to offend you, did not mean to hurt you. It wasn't their intent. And if you let them know, they can correct it and try to make you whole by having a conversation that shows you that they care about your feelings and Do what they can with their behavior and with their apology and a a conversation to make it right going forward. If you feel like you're faced with resistance or people are being defensive, call it out. And it may be time for you to go on the hunt for a new therapist if you feel like you're not safe enough to tell someone. If you're in a safe space and by chance you don't feel safe. And you don't feel safe enough to say you're not safe in the safe space. Did y'all catch all that? That means that you're not in the right place. That's not the right fit. That's not the right person for you to be connected with. Because safety is one of the biggest pieces of therapy. Feeling like you have the space emotionally, mentally to express yourself and to process things without judgment or harm. So bring them up. And no matter if you are gifted a therapy service, you are paying for out-of-pocket is through insurance, you're also paying for this service with your time, with your spirit. So, Don't ever keep your mouth closed when it comes to addressing things that don't feel good to you, that hurt you, that offend you, that disrespect you, that make you question where you stand or how you're viewed in a relationship. Let people know what's on your mind so they can correct their behavior, their approach, or put you in a position to unlink from that person so you can find the right safe space for you. Okay? All right. So I hope that this empowers you to go and have those conversations with your therapist, your counselors, whoever you are seeking your, your wellness um, Services from If they care About you and they're really in this work for the right reason Feedback Good or bad They need to get it Because we don't want An approach To be harmful to not just you But to others as well And if it's something for you You better speak up if it's not right If you're going to send the plate back, you better send the therapist back to think about what they said. (laughs) All right, y'all. Let's get to the rest of the episode. Let's go. all right all right all right it's time to take a beat you know time to take some time to discuss what i've been listening to what's been giving me joy what's been helping me process and reflect what has been on repeat what's been added to the playlist oh goodness gracious gracious guys this week has been quite trying mercury is in retrograde the micro braids need to be taken out black folk you understood exactly what i meant and what exactly what i said <laughs> so my playlist has been a lot of pj morton i told you about um his album on another episode a previous episode but the ones that i have on repeat that have been feeding my spirit watch the sun featuring chronic my Peace." that's the jojo and mr talk Box. be like water stevie wonder and nas because these songs are so these are filled with messages that are essential to our mental health and wellness you know watch the sun you know sometimes you're in such a dark place that you forget what sunlight feels like what it looks like you forget that certain things are temporary sometimes you feel so guilty about not being okay that you don't allow yourself not to be okay and watch the sun is one of those songs that really gives us the reminders we need to hold on and to keep doing what we need for ourselves again my peace my piece is one of my theme songs, not just because JoJo's on it. When PJ and JoJo get together, it's is amazing, but because my piece talks about like, listen, I gotta be good for myself before I can be good for anybody else. And if you're not bringing peace, if you're not bringing positivity, I gotta, I gotta say goodbye. I gotta let you go. This is for me. Be like water that sometimes you know water holds no form and sometimes we have to go with the flow until we get to the destination and then we figure it out from there like oh those songs have been on repeat for sure um and where else are we going of course kendrick i've been playing (laughs) a lot of count me out crown definitely You know a song that I've been playing? It's not a new song. It came out in 2020, but Free Mind by Thames from um, the project For Broken Ears. That song, uh, just, if you need a song that just allows you to be <laughs> you just need it on in the background while you're just going about your day or just trying to figure out how to get your day started and what's your goals and you know what's the motivation. That's a good one. I've been listening to some Chloe Bailey still because we love, we stand Chloe. Treat Me is still in rotation. Joro by WizKid. That's just my motivation. Let's get that body moving, song. Let's get that body moving. Not gonna lie, Jack Harlow, First Class has been also a body moving song for me. Like, okay, let's get the motivation to make it happen. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, that's where I've been. Those are the songs that have really been in the uh, on repeat for me. Um, for the last week especially, I've also been listening to a lot of. Um, you know, I love me to the Terrell Grice show. So watching his show and seeing PJ Morton, and, um, and just hearing music has just been so helpful for me over the last week. And I, I strongly encourage you to go and create some feel-good playlists. The weather. Well, we in, I'm in D.C., so the weather can do whatever it wants at any given day. But <laughs> the weather is changing. Creator, I'm going to be outside, playlist. Creator, ooh, I need to really sit and reflect, playlist. Creator, all right, let's go get this money, playlist. Creator, you know what? Maybe I need to, to talk to myself about some shit, playlist. Mm-hmm. create them all tell me some of your favorite songs that would go on these playlists share them with me definitely drop it in my dm or send me an email at contact at because i would love to see what you're listening to and how you're using these things to support your mental health and wellness needs what's your vibe for the week It's time to do it yourself, yes. It's time to pick up some coping strategies, some tools, some stress reliever, some things that are gonna help you pour into you. Whether that be in the meantime, between time, while you're waiting for your next therapy session, while you're trying to process some stuff, listen, as you're just dealing with daily life. Today I got a challenge for you. Mm -hmm. I want you to create a list of seven things that bring you joy. Seven things that you enjoy participating in, that you enjoy um, being a part of, that you just enjoy. Things that make you feel good, that make you happy, that make you smile, that make you laugh. And I want you to do one of those things or participate in one of those things each day for this coming week because there's seven days in a week right and it doesn't have to be something big if it's running a half marathon (laughs) I've been joking with uh, some of the people I know and some of my clients because a lot of them have been running half marathons if running a half marathon makes you happy go for it but if just Having some ice cream or some sorbet on a hot day makes you happy, do it. If listening to this specific artist or this song makes you smile, do it. If taking a nap brings you joy, do it. Going for a run, a swim, having this particular particular snack, do it. Go create your list of your seven things. And now I'm gonna extra here's an extra challenge. You can have six small things, easy ones, and then have one that requires a little more effort. Doesn't have to be huge, but a little bit more effort. So if eating that specific lunch is easy, or Having um, that nap is easy, but going to that dance class requires a little bit more effort. That's cool. Make it happen. Start making it your business to intentionally choose joy at least once a day. It can change the whole trajectory of your day, your week. A moment of joy can do so much for your spirit. So get to it. You have been challenged. do some things like take deep breaths, close your eyes, and follow along. do list here. releasing the tension from your neck. The neck that holds the head that makes so many of the decisions. Release the tension. Good job. Now roll your shoulders forward. Made it to the end of the episode and my voice, it managed to hold up a little. You guys, the allergies are killing me, but I made it to the end. I did and you made it to the end of another episode. You're here with me for another week. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for your listenership, your shares. Thank you for connecting with me on social media and via email. Oh, your correspondence means so much to me and you wouldn't even know. Uh, uh. Remember that I'll be holding wellness groups next week, next Saturday at 11 and 4.30. You can chime in for parenting while depressed or the tea about trauma. Enjoy yourself If you uh, get to have some time off during the holiday, make sure you're pouring into yourself. Have some fun. Have a nap. Feed yourself. Get your body moving. Enjoy the sunlight. And remember, I don't owe these people anything. I owe myself everything. Sometimes doing nothing is the something that's for me. Hey. And sometime doing nothing is everything I need. <laughs> Until next time. Be well. Take care of yourself. I love you. walking your purpose on purpose. We out. <laughs>